On Monday, Patrick Schick woke up and said, No, sir, you can't boogie. I'm Charles, and welcome to It's All Euro 2020 to me. Gascoigne, he can finish it here! Sorry, Scotland fans, but it looks like I might be right. But in the spirit of things, I'll try not to be too harsh. Danny and Neil are both with me. Hello, boys. You okay? Splendid, thank you. Good, good. Good, good. And hello to our guest podder today, who comes in the shape of Aaron Lewis. Hello, Aaron. How are you? I am. I'm all right. Thanks, guys. Good to have you here. So tell us a little bit about yourself, Aaron. Where are you from? Um, So (laughs) Blind Dake. What's your name and where'd you come from? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Come on down. That's a different one, but yeah. Um, similar to your last guess, actually. I'm actually born and bred in Crew. I'm a Crew Alex fan um, for my sins. And um, yeah, basically got in touch through through Russ with you guys and was eager to join in because apparently I love watching the Euros. Don't we all? Absolutely. Um, first up, you've all been a busy bunch, haven't you? Uh, sending us emails, following us on Twitter, leaving us reviews on Apple Podcasts. I like it. Thank you very, very much. Uh, Danny, I understand that your email bag was bulging. It was. It's been bulging all day. Oh, love a bulge, don't we, here on yeah. the pod? <laughs> we got four emails today, Charles. This is a, this is madness. See, okay. Neil. Not so dead. Email is definitely not ze- not not dead. Yeah, well, that's yeah. All those hundreds and hundreds of emails actually, coming in. <laughs> it's quite funny that a lot of people are actually mentioning that email's not dead in their emails. Uh, I Math- like it. Matthew Lowe, for instance. It, uh, Matthew Lowe actually starts his email by saying, "Hi guys, D here." It's a little <laughs> oh. <laughs> flashback from yesterday. <laughs> uh, he just wanted to join the, the debate and say that email is not dead. Uh, Matthew says he's been enjoying getting into the spirit of the Euros and even got himself a New England shirt. Uh, his wife is Welsh, and he says no one's perfect, um, and has ruined this for him during the England game because she turned to him and said Jude Bellingham and Phil Foden's entire lifespan added together is still younger than <laughs> than Matthew. Uh, <laughs> have any of your spouses reveled in ruining your dreams, he asks. Oh, well, mine does that every single day. <laughs> that's, a, that's a risky rabbit hole. A little bit rude. <laughs> Uh, Neil's Neil's spouse, uh, Polly, she let you go and get a dog, didn't she? She did. Yeah, yeah. She I'd did. say she's making your dreams come true. Yeah, uh, not hers at the moment. She's uh, she's got uh, she's on earlies tomorrow, so she's got to be up early. And I can hear the dog barking and whining upstairs in the background. So, but I'm busy, so fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> What's the dog's uh, name? Brilliant. Uh, the dog's name is Luna. 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 Nice. Like the moon. Oh. Yeah. Like the way, is it dark? Coloured, I mean, in oh, terms of it's a hair. golden Labrador retriever. So makes sense. Similar colour to the moon. 
Okay. This, anyway, okay. this is not, it's all dogs to me. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> not yet. Uh, more emails, Danny, any more? Yeah, yeah. Stephen Chaffee got in touch. He said, hi guys, here's another international email for you coming all the way from Magor or Magor in Wales. <laughs> just about international. We'll count. Yeah, I think so. We'll count that. He says, uh, I'm an Englishman living in Wales, so I'm trying to diplomatically follow both teams. You reckon Wales will make it out of the group now you've seen them neutralise the might of Switzerland? Then no. he says, no. 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 I think they might get out of the group. Um, he says, he's loving the podcast. I'm not usually a huge podcast fan myself, but I wanted to get into one ahead of the Euros, and yours is the best of the rest by a long way. So thank you. Thank you, Steve. What's he mean by the best of the rest? I think what he means is he's not listened to any of the others. (laughs) Oh, right, okay. (laughs) Just stumbled across ours, and he's just stuck with it. Fair enough. I'm quite happy to take that. Yeah, I'll take it, yeah, of course. Definitely, absolutely loving it. Um, uh, About the Wales thing, I was hearing, I think it was the Poland game, Poland-Slovakia, which I thought was quite a good game. Um, Sam Matterface was on commentary duties again. I do think that the OTV have only got two commentators. I'm a bit worried for like Sam Matterface might be being overworked. Did you did you hear what he said in that game? By the way, was it was it the bit? Well, hang on a minute. I've got there's two things that he said. The first thing that is relevant to to Stephen's email, which was that this is maybe the hardest tournament to get knocked out of at the group stage <laughs> because only eight <laughs> won't go through. It's true. <laughs> when you put it that way you do go oh maybe scotland do have a chance no, uh, no let's not go crazy <laughs> what else did he say i know that there was something so funny, wasn't there? yeah there was uh and if you remember going back to our predictions i think we did predict mm. didn't we um which commentator was going to make the biggest cock up so <laughs> yes. sam, sam matterface when talking about i think it was uh jan uh, bednarak is it is that how you pronounce it yeah, yeah, that's what uh, yeah. we'll go with. Um, he, he said he scored home and away against Manchester United. Well, actually, one of them was an own goal. Um, <laughs> I mean, he's put it in the net, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. If you go by purely by that, he completed the goal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like that. I like that a lot. Brilliant. Um, I'm sure there's going to be a more ridiculous piece of commentary or punditry that happens over the course of the rest of the tournament, though. I'm not. I'm not giving up yet. Uh, we're we're going to have that. Um, one more email, Danny. Come on. Oh, okay. Let's have one more. Let's Make go it to, a good one. Let's go to Seamus O'Madigan. Shall we? He says yes. Yeah. He says, hi, guys. Greetings from Ireland. He says, uh, you guys like geographical representation. So I should mention I'm from Clare on the beautiful West Coast. That sounds delightful. Um, he says, it's too windy for soccer here. Well, that's points deducted for that for a start. Oh, uh, calling it soccer. Oh, it's not. Oh. Uh, then he, oh, he goes on to say, if you kicked a Gaelic football, it would end up in the Atlantic. So maybe it's more of a Gaelic football. Maybe that's where that comes from. Can I, can um, I just, just confess not to have any sort of understanding about Gaelic football at all. Me too. Yeah. No idea. Yeah, same. He says, with that I think mind- Limerick are a team, and that's all I know. It seems to be like Aussie rules football, where there is no real rules, and you sort of just do what you want. 
Yeah, I love That's it. That's about the extent of my knowledge on them both as well, I think. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. we're, we're all in Completely in the set, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Maybe we should get into it. It's all Gaelic football to me. Um, <laughs> that would be that would what we just discussed. That would be all our content. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. All done. So Seamus does go on to say, if we ever need, if we ever set up a five-a-side team, he, <laughs> uh, he says, call me up if you want a good hoofer. It's an art, a way of life. I mean, not just a five-a-side team. I'd say our, our the own team that we support could do with a, a good hoofer now and again. Um, he says, can I just say the intro to your podcast tops all the others? Love the sneaky Ronnie Whelan mention against the USSR. Yes, come on. Ronnie. We need more Ronnie Whelan stories. We need any Ronnie Whelan, Whelan stories. Um, he says, while I'm gutted, my team didn't qualify and we aren't a part of the Euros party officially. I can confirm I've got the fan zone set up in my fa- in my front room and looking forward to every game. My new tournament routine includes listening to you guys every morning, laughing my way through a cuppa. It's quite a difficult thing to do. I think this tournament's wide open. France would be a level above the rest, but we all know in international football, anything can happen. It really can. Italy and Belgium looked excellent. Can't wait for Group F. Shout out to Finland on a big win, albeit in heartbreaking circumstances. It reminded me of Ireland in 1988 in the emotional first game at a tournament. Shocked that they were even there and then went on to beat a rival 1-0 after a heroic goalkeeper performance. They're so organised and like Iceland in 2016, could take them a long way. Then he says, I want to know, who do you think has the craziest haircut of the tournament? He says it could be in a good way or a really, really bad way. I suggest you call it the Ivan Perisic Trophy after his Croatia checkered 2016 cut. I remember that one. Um, At the moment, I'm edging towards Calvin Phillips, but trust one of the French lads to spring a surprise. I'm scared for Antoine Griezmann. Not a fan of the ponytail, lads. Not a fan. Also, Mon Scotland, Celtic fan. He's a Celtic fan. Watch out for David Turnbull if he plays. Uh, So thanks for that, Seamus. That was a great email. I love that. Enjoyed that. Absolutely. Um, So in terms of hair... it's got to be the, your man from the other day. Oh, Dreadlocks. Um, was it? Was it him? Oh, I can't. I can't think of his name. name. No. Yeah, the only one I can think of, but I don't know if it's you necessarily get points for it. But you've got Marek Hamšík who played today with his yes. with his uh, mohawk. But I feel like because he's had that for years, that maybe doesn't count. Yeah, it's not like he's done that specifically for this tournament, is it? So no. therefore, I think that's what Seamus was meaning as well. Like the uh, one just for the tournament. The thing about Hamsik's one was as well that the rest of the Slovakia team just looked short back and sides. So I think it's just got the monopoly on haircuts in that team. All, all the rest of them just <laughs> have normal else haircuts. Is allowed. No, no one else like, allowed a crazy haircut. A bit like Valderrama for when when he played. Yes, oh, no one else had a chance, did they? <laughs> I'm just waiting for the one team to rock up with the all. Everybody's dyed it blonde, like Romania. Oh, yes. Oh, yes, that's what I want. I kind of hope France do it. Why? I, I, well, we, well, let's be fair. There's only four teams left. A lot to, to watch. <laughs> yeah. So out okay. of those four, <laughs> Hungary, surely Hungary, are more yeah, likely Hungary. to go for it. Come on, Hungary. Oh, maybe actually. Yeah, you're right there. A little bit of underdog spirit. Yeah, get them all together. It's that. It's that. Yeah. What, what? What do they call it? The manager sort of just wants to create that big thing of being like nobody likes us, and therefore we're going to stick together, and it's all going to be like that. And then you never know what happens in those situations, do you? So yeah, maybe, maybe. Um, I can't actually see Hungary knowing what a, a bleach bottle is, to be honest, for their hair. But you never know. You never know. Um, anyway, Scotland. <laughs> um, <laughs> do you know what? I feel a little bit sorry for Oh, him. get out, Charles. Only a little bit. 
first of all, for, it's the first time that they've been at a tournament for 23 years. That's what makes it better. And then they go and they, they pack out Hamden. Did they? In a, well, as much as they possibly could, I presume, based on COVID regulations. But... You know, they all looked dead up for it. You'd got people, you know, in kilts and you'd got them wearing their their tartan hats with the, the, you know, ginger wig underneath it. You know, they've dressed up for the occasion, got their flag of St. Andrew on their back and all this, that and the other. And Scotland <laughs> Did they? come out I'd love, the to know, I'd love to know what you're <laughs> expecting to see, Charles. <laughs> also, I mean, are you sure? Well, yeah, they were all dra- they were all up for it. They were, they were they at were the start. Be, they, were, oh, they were well up for the start. They were. First sort of 10, 15 minutes, you thought to yourself, oh, Scotland really, really rising to the occasion here. And then typically went back to being Scottish again, not long afterwards. I, I enjoyed it thoroughly. <laughs> I really did. And, and I think it makes it so much better that they haven't qualified for a tournament for such a length of time. And then essentially their big game, the first game, they've absolutely bottled it. In the most winnable one of their games as well. You yeah. would say so, yeah. I mean, because it, it wasn't like the Czech Republic were actually that much better. I, they they literally took the two chances that were given to them. I mean, one of them wasn't even really that much of a chance, was it? No. No, a hell of a finish though, wasn't it? Ooh. Yeah. Oh, Lovely. now now can you call it a finish? Well, yeah, because he, he he shot and it Did went it, in the back of the net. <laughs> you, you usually would say a fit. I saw this on Twitter. I forget who it was, but the question is: is that surely to finish it, you're finishing off a move? That no, was hardly no, a, a it's move. The finish that was is a, putting the ball in the net. Yeah. Uh, uh, Otherwise, I mean, either, I mean, I enjoyed it either way. Either way, it did actually finish a move. Yeah, absolutely, it did. You're um, right. You're right. Fair the enough. biggest debate on our WhatsApp group was whether it was a thunder bastard or not. Whether, yes. it, whether, <laughs> it, whether it counts. And I, I made the point, I don't think it does count because I think a thunder bastard has to be an app, like a drive, like a belter of a shot that it's got a flies in. This, this more looped over. A thunder bastard uh, has to be a, a Tony Yeboah-esque, surely. Yeah. yeah, that's the definition of it. If you, if you looked up thunder bastard in the dic- dictionary, you'd see Tony Yeboah. Getting ready to volley. it in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or John Anarisa putting a free kick into the top corner. I mean, yeah, I agree with you because I do think that the ball, to be a Thunderbastard, the ball has to look like it's going to rip the back of the net open. Not the Scotland goalkeeper. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it wasn't that, but the picture of Spider Man. <laughs> oh, that was a brilliant. I love it. Amazing. Oh. Oh, I enjoyed it. I mean, that's going to be the photo of the tournament for me uh, up until England, uh, you know, lofting it high at the end, obviously. Then that will become it. Um, but I, enjoy, I enjoyed it. I, 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 you know, I, I just feel a little bit, a little tiny little bit sorry that it was that kind of goal that was scored against them in a way. The Why? first goal... I, I don't know. I think I'm being a bit nice and a bit soft. Yeah, feels, ah. feels like a bit of a climb down for you from the previous episodes. Yeah, doesn't I, it, just? Think, Charles, come I on. Think, I think I'm a bit worried about overstepping the mark. Overste- in how? Oh, do you know what? Fuck it. Ha, ha, ha. 
<laughs> oh dear, poor Scotland, my ass. Um, <laughs> I enjoyed it thoroughly. It set it up Friday quite well. I'm telling. Well, I think you've just set up Friday quite well. If we could have a oh. lot of emails on Saturday morning. <laughs> How many listeners do we get from Scotland, Charles? Uh, oh, I, I can I can tell you. I, I feel like the number check. must be dwindling. Yeah, gradually. Episode, yeah. <laughs> yeah, gradually going down. I don't, I don't think we've ever had that many to start off with, in fairness. Uh, <laughs> did you see, um, while you're looking for that, did you see the pink and yellow shirts in the crowd? Oh, did I? What is that all about? I, I liked it. It looked like a Battenberg. Sort of, um, some sort of historical <laughs> thing, I think. For some reason. I'm not sure exactly why, but there's. I think the colours are pretty... That historical Scotland kits. I'm, I'm all for more cake-themed shirts. I think that's yes, <laughs> oh, absolutely. Oh, I like it. Who would who would have the carrot cake shirt? Well, well Holland, probably, surely. probably Holland. Netherlands. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, who would uh, okay, French right. fancy? A French fancy well, shirt French. would have to be <laughs> France, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. they'll all yeah. be they'll all be different colours. Uh, a Swiss roll. There you go. Swiss roll, yeah. Switzerland. <laughs> An Arctic <laughs> roll. Finland, we might do with that, yeah. <laughs> Finland, yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe it's easier to go through the countries and then say which cake they would have rather than name the, the cakes and then just give the most obvious country available I, I don't to think them. we should sit here and go for every single country <laughs> and give them a cake, Charles. Is, it, is tiramisu a cake or is it a pudding? Uh, pudding I think it's a pudding. If, or it's a pudding? A dessert, no. if you will. Shame. It's a shame. I can't give you who lives and uh, listens in Scotland. Um, <laughs> it, just, it, it lumps us all in together as a United Kingdom, which will probably piss the Scots off even more so. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I was, you remember what I said um, the other day about how I think, I, th- I might have been talking about Wales actually more than Scotland, but I said about how they've 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 always got like one player, I think it was the Welsh, wasn't it? I was talking about there's, there's one player that's quite good, and then they're kind of let down by the rest of the team not being as talented as, as they are. I kind of felt a little bit sorry for Andy Robertson and for um, Scott McTominay because both players looked a lot better than anybody else on that pitch, but there's absolutely no way that they can do it all on their own especially when you've got Scott McTominay having to basically play as a fourth defensive, you know, uh, centre-back. That is that is one of the issues is when you're, you know, you can kind of get away with it a little bit more when they're an attacking player, but when your absolute head and shoulders best player is your left back, you're <laughs> struggling a little bit. <laughs> can I um, can I give a quick mention to, the, because the Czechs had scored just before half time, haven't they? Um mm. So, you know, first tournament in 23 years, you're going into halftime. What's the first song you want to hear in that situation? Probably not Wigfield Saturday Night. <laughs> <laughs> you say that? What a song. <laughs> what, what a song. Absolutely love it. Um, there were also some boos at the final whistle. I think there's probably quite boos. a lot of boos. Going down <laughs> gullets. Gullets. Gullets of boos. Oh, yeah, um, it's a strange one, the boos, isn't it? But. Well, when they've not made it to... I mean, because this is the thing. So, I mean, one thing that I did enjoy was the fact that the BBC went with a full-on Scottish lineup for their coverage, which I think is the right thing for them to do, and it's what I would have hoped them to. I mean, imagine if Gary Lineker just rocked up and Alan Shearer, and they were all just talking about how we beat them in Euro 96. Did we Scots have a full wouldn't... English one for the England game? 
Um, I can't remember. Who did we play? Croatia. Do we have... It was Seth Fabregas there. Yeah. No, he, was it all oh, known? for the England one. Um, I can't remember. Oh, oh, I've had a few beers. It was, it was, Rio was there, wasn't he? Uh, yeah, I can't remember. I mean, if it had been ITV, then I presume they would have had um, Slavon Bilic. He sometimes does works for ITV, doesn't he? Yeah, not this um, time. But I can't think of uh, of a Croatian who's on either uh, TV channel. Um, but I, I liked the way that they'd gone with that full on, you know, BBC Scotland lineup, if you like, um, for it. But at the the start of the game with the commentary, did you hear them talking about how they were getting greedy? And one, you know, first tournament in twenty three years. Oh, and now we're talking about getting out of the group, not just enjoying being here. I mean, maybe yeah. that is greedy, seeing as they've never done it. And and that exactly. I mean, I I personally thought it was a bit like karma when the second goal went in. That he was also they the commentator was also saying, wasn't he? I think we briefly spoke about it on on the WhatsApp chat. He he was saying that some world class players have played for Scotland in the last oh, yeah. the last two Euros. Um, but they, that they made it to, so ninety two and ninety six. Some world class players played for Scotland, um, and we didn't make it out of the group stage. Which then led us to have probably about an hour long discussion trying to work out who these world class players were. <laughs> we got nowhere, did we? I think I went with Colin Hendry, didn't I? Yeah, <laughs> Colin Hendry got thrown out there. I think the one we yeah. sort of maybe decided on was John Collins because he was playing abroad, wasn't he, for a while? Yeah, John potentially. Collins. Yeah, after that, you're looking at. Gary McAllister, Ali McCoist, yeah. and Ali McCoist, yeah. Stuart McCoy. Yeah, you said, didn't you, Neil, that you don't know whether outside of the UK, Ali McCoist would be known. I don't think he's a household name in Europe, is he? No. Big Brian Gunn. Pro- probably more known for his work on Question of Sport now. Yeah, <laughs> what a program. Don't. What a program. You say Brian Gunn. Brian Gunn. <laughs> Brian Gunn. World, world, world renowned. <laughs> How about um, Ian Jess? He went to Euro 96. Oh, oh no! He's most known for that goal he scored away at Notts County for the mighty <laughs> Northampton Town. Yeah, if we're talking Northampton Town, Colin Coldwood. Yeah, he was there. You were nice. Yeah, Colin. Yeah, yeah. John Spencer. Yeah. Oof, those are the days, eh? <laughs> Scotland. <laughs> uh, uh, right. Uh, the second goal. Uh, second goal. Second. Uh, it's just going to be there throughout history in my head. Now that that wonderful. Would you call it a lob? I'd call it a lob. Then. A loop. Yeah. A loop. A loop to lob? Uh, yeah, you prefer. Okay, brilliant. The second <laughs> game of the day. <laughs> Poland one, Slovakia two. Is that the first upset of Euro 2020, do we think, Neil? Absolutely, yeah. I mean, Poland are one of the fancy teams to win the whole thing, aren't they? So um, it's definitely <laughs> an upset. <laughs> You the, weren't very happy, were you? Your 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 poor dark horses. I, 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 I was disappointed for them, but I, I read a, a, a ridiculously ridiculous stat. I wouldn't have picked Lewandowski for my uh, top scorer of the tournament if I'd have seen this stat beforehand. I think he, he's played in four tournaments for Poland, I think, and he scored one goal. Oh dear! Is he really? Yeah, yeah. He's a goal scorer, though. He's not. He doesn't make goals. He he finishes them off. Yeah, it's usually playing with Bayern Munich, isn't he? So yeah, that's he's true. He's got yeah. that little bit of slightly there was better. A, there was a good stat, wasn't there, Danny? About uh, the the 
the Poland goalkeeper. I can't pronounce his name, sorry. Szczesny. Szczesny, there we go. Szczesny. Oh, yeah, yeah. So um, it was this thing about him in the first game of Euro 20, 2012, he got sent off. Uh, the first game of Euro 2016, he got injured. And then in the first first game of Euro 2020, scored no goal. <laughs> so it doesn't Poor like guy. the opening game on Szczesny. Fabian must be wondering what he needs to do to get a start. (laughs) (laughs) To be fair, where where is Chesney playing these days? Is he still in the Juventus? Juventus, yeah. Is he? No, no, he's not. Yeah, it's like first choice. Same team as Ronaldo. Same team as Aaron Ramsey, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. all, All things fail me. I think it, I think Juventus are looking for a new goalkeeper this year, though, which probably says a lot. <laughs> it <laughs> makes sense. <laughs> oh dear, um, Danny, you were enjoying Emma Hayes's commentary, weren't oh, you? Brilliant or co-commentary, I should say. I love Emma Hayes; she's great. Um, and I've never really heard her on commentary before because obviously she's usually on the touchline. Um, and she was in the studio the other day, but yeah, it was great. Really insightful. Really tactically. Um, explaining everything that people were doing. It was one of the best bits of co-commentary so far, I'd say. I actually Enjoyed feel it. like I learned a lot listening Ex- to Yeah, her. that's it. Yeah, and it's the way that she delivers it really clearly as well. Um, it's enjoyable. And she didn't need a tactics truck. She didn't. Which, which was very good. Yeah, no one needs a tactics truck. We can't bring that back. It was good, though. It was nice to hear informative you know, informative information. I can't, I can't escape the fact that I was going to say that it seems, <laughs> but you know, <laughs> it, it was really nice to, to actually hear somebody talking about the game in a way that didn't sound like it was just like repeating what you'd seen. Yeah. yeah. And you've got a reason for why, you know, she felt like this or that should be happening. I, I thought that was really, really good. Um, so yeah, well done, well done, ITV. That that's a point to ITV that we've got to give there. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good to see. Um, social media was um, praising her as well. After that, it was really a lot of praise for her. Good. So hopefully, she gets some more high high profile game after that. Like, you, I'd quite enjoy. Know. I'd quite like to hear. I don't know actually. A question for you. So I, I think England Scotland is on ITV on Friday, isn't it? Yeah, unfortunately, yeah. I'd quite like to hear, on an England game, to have Emma Hayes on, I think, to give that kind of insight. Or would you prefer to have somebody that is just a little bit more biased and gives more emotion to it? Can I be honest? Richards. Yes. (laughs) Go on, Neil. Be honest. Be really honest. Brutally honest. Okay. I don't give a shit who it is. I mean, we said we sat here already. We don't remember he was commentating no, the, I don't. the other day, so it doesn't yeah, really matter. No, doesn't bother me. Get Steve Stone True. in there. Yes, now I'm interested. <laughs> Graham Lasso. <laughs> oh, oh, no, 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 not now. <laughs> Sorry, um, ruined it. <laughs> Spain nil, Sweden nil. Aaron, how bored are you? Well, so funny story because a little peek behind the curtain. Is it about Scotland? For, no, fun, no, it's not that funny. Um, <laughs> peek behind the curtain for the listeners because uh, you asked me which episode I could do uh, pre-tournament and I said I want to do this one because originally I 
way back when. I should have actually been going to this game. Oh, I had tickets when it was in Bilbao. Obviously, saw what was happening after it got moved and everything else, and then gave the tickets back. So it was this game, and then Italy's next game. I should have been going to. Um, after sitting through it, I'm a little less heartbroken about not going. <laughs> yes, I'm not surprised. It's just very, very one-sided, but without really doing anything. It was like, like the game. It was like a lot of those crap England qualifiers that we've all sat through. Yeah. Yes, that's actually a really good explanation. I like that because although quite a lot of the time England qualifiers, England managed to eventually score. Yeah. It felt Spain like, just. It felt like passing. Spain of of old um and not of the you know the the recent era if that makes sense so sort of pre-2008 ish it felt like I, I watched that and i'm now no longer particularly worried if england get drawn against spain it's is it, will they get that far i don't know even maybe they won't maybe not i mean sweden they, they isaac at the post didn't he he did bless him um i don't think well, I mean, the one thing for me was that, remember, so we beat Sweden, didn't we, in the World Cup? Was that in the round of 16, maybe? Uh, quarterfinals. Um, quarterfinals. Yeah, quarterfinals. Yeah. Um, so, and that was a fairly comfortable 2-0 win, wasn't it? I seem to remember, I remember that game and sort of going, this isn't like watching England at a World Cup in a knockout round at all. This is ridiculous. So I don't think Sweden are necessarily improved from then, um, judging by that display. Um, but Spain, I don't know. I, I always feel like there maybe is now a lot of pressure on Spain after that, you know, domination that they had throughout the yeah two thousands. I think they need to find um, a David Villa. Well, I think they need to find their identity a little bit because essentially they've continued on with the same approach that worked for them for all those years under the when they had like the the, the golden age as such. Mm. But actually they don't have the same quite the same level of players at the moment, do they? So that's not to say they haven't got good players. Of course they've got some really, really fantastic players. But Yeah, they've just not got Xavi and Iniesta anymore. Yeah, exactly. And and they, they probably do lack a a, a proper world class striker as well. Mm. Big day for Slovakia that actually with that, that being a draw as well. Uh, Slovakia plays Sweden next, and you wouldn't put it past them to nick a goal against them, would you? Oh, they'll be dancing in the streets of Bratislava. They will. <laughs> I, I just think that with Spain, there was a lot of talk. So possession, 85% apparently was the amount of possession that Spain had. 85? Apparently yeah. so. Um, there was an awful lot of passing, which is, like you say, Neil, it, that's very Spain, isn't it? Um, <laughs> that is very Spain, yes. It's very Spain of them. Um, but there was no real – so that they weren't clinical. They, I mean, the, the miss at the end from Sarabia, I, that it came off his knee. Lovely little cross in that was – would you call it a drilled cross? I mean, it took him by surprise and hit him on the knee and went comfortably – I can't. Did it go comfortably into the arms of the goalkeeper? I think it did. That reminds me a lot of what happens to me when I'm playing five a side. Oh well, funnily, right. en- funnily enough, I was going to say maybe I'm a bit more like uh, 
Alvaro Morata earlier on in the game because he had <laughs> two pretty decent chances and didn't even manage to hit the target. So that's a bit more like me, I think. <laughs> oh, he didn't, did he? Yeah, how did he? he that's, and that sort of thing's scandalous. At least hit the target. Come on. It's very, very difficult, isn't it? I mean, like I said, the question that we've got to sort of ask is, is do you think that's it now? Are Spain done? Probably not because I still, you know, third place teams likely get through. It's They'll hit the last 16 and if they come up against a side who actually want to play football against them a little bit more, maybe they'll be a bit more successful. Yeah, maybe because they're one of those teams that actually, if you go and defend like Sweden did, you just nullify them yeah, and neutralise them completely. Whereas, yeah, maybe if you try and take the game to them a little bit more, then you'll leave yourself open and Spain will then maybe be able to, you know, find the holes a little bit better. And But, I mean, they've still got to be able to actually finish and, and put the ball in the back of the net. And, and I'll be honest, on that display... If I was Luis Enrique, the only thing that I would have them doing for the next three days is shooting practice. Seems fair. Well, I'll tell you what, we've got some tactical insights tonight, haven't we? <laughs> <laughs> Not like oh. us at all, is it? Shoot. Oh. Just shoot. <laughs> shoot. Just shoot. And, it, and if you're playing Scotland, shoot from the halfway line. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, okay, let's get um, onto our, 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 well, we've left it a little bit late, haven't we? But who's up for a Euros fact? Go on. Oh, yeah. fact away, fact away, come on. Oh, here's McWes. Day five's fact. This is the first time that France and Germany have met in the group stage of any major tournament. It's mental, isn't it? They must have played before, surely. <laughs> McWes, oh, he found that one stunning, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> I like he how he just surprises stuff. himself with his own fact. <laughs> That's a mental <laughs> stat. Speaking of stats, that. quickly, Charles, as well. Um, Gareth of Gareth and Valerie fame got in touch. Ooh. Oh, oh. Um, hello, you Gareth. know about our seven hundredth goal question? Yes, uh, he said um, he doesn't think it's likely to come up in a pub quiz. It will probably come up in a specialist sports quiz or an international quiz. Um, they love rock hard questions like that, apparently. Oh, so thank you, Gareth of Gareth and Valerie fame. Sense. Well, there you go. Uh, you too can get in touch with us. Uh, remember, we're at Euro Twenty Twenty Three. Please don't Twitter. bother, Bono. Can <laughs> <laughs> email us at euro twenty twenty to me at gmail.com. That's e u r o two zero two zero t o m e at gmail.com. Right. Uh, today's games, then, gents. Uh, only two of them. What? Yes. What? Only two of them. Can you believe it? Oh, Five o'clock kickoff. And an eight o'clock kickoff if you're here in the United Kingdom of Great Britain and Northern Ireland. What are we going to do at two um, o'clock? Uh, I, I don't know. Watch Neighbours, maybe. His Neighbours on? <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't feel like it's quite the same. <laughs> it, it's not. I mean, you can't you can't laugh as hard as you can when Scotland are playing. Um, Hungary against Portugal. Scoreline predictions, please. We'll start with our guest. Aaron, what are you thinking? Ooh, uh, what am I going to go for? I'll say, I think... I quite fancy Portugal a little bit here, so I'll say 3 0. Oh, okay. Danny? 4 uh, 1 Portugal. Oh, Neil? 2 1 Portugal. Hmm, I'm going with 3 0 Portugal. Um, France versus Germany, which is probably going to be the most overhyped, highly anticipated 0 <laughs> 0 draw that we've ever seen. Um, I'm going 0 0. Danny. Uh, 
five nil France. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is the this is the meltdown that we've been waiting so long for. Oh. Ah, yes. oh. Not had one yet, have we? No, we need a good old shellacking. To be fair, <laughs> to be fair, didn't Germany uh, lose like six nil or something to Spain, and they can't even finish? Oh, they did, yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. They lost to North Macedonia not so long ago as well. They did. You're you're right. Um, that that is very true. So maybe actually your your suggestion isn't going to be too far of the mark. Neil, hello. <laughs> France versus Germany. I'm kick oh, off. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> I will go uh, one nil Germany. Ooh. Oh, it's in Munich. Actually, I didn't realise that. Yeah. Was it real? Oh. See, I just checked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever, whenever Neil puts out a really long ooh, that's what he's doing. He's using Google. <laughs> <laughs> um, Aaron, you're um, the last man up. I anticipate this being a bit like that Spain-Portugal game at the last World Cup, so I'll go 2-2. Oh, well, that'd be a good one. Ding dong. Uh, thank you very much. That's it for today we'll be back tomorrow of course uh, having a look back at those games do keep uh, getting in touch with us on twitter sending us emails danny really does love the fact that the email is bulging because it's, it's great to see that flying high in the old notifications um make sure you subscribe to the podcast it's free to do so so hit the little follow button whether you're on apple or spotify wherever it is that you listen to podcasts you will find us tell a friend about us that's also really good and um yeah i'm happy i hope you're happy scotland unlucky mate ending is this <laughs> i'm happy i hope you're happy <laughs> all the best oh, all the best I love you. You <laughs> love you. sorry charles that line really tickled me <laughs> uh, we'll see you tomorrow bye-bye <laughs> podcast is a proud member of the fan hub 100 football without fans is nothing so we've partnered with fan hub to put fans first search fan hub app to play your part in the journey